Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome back to Children of Erte. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. As per usual, Adam, who are our fabulous sponsors? Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, thank you for your support. You can grab an Electrum chess code if you haven't done that already in chat. It's also on the overlay. Thanks so much for the continued support, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We have Die Hard Dice with the code Erte. You can get 10% off an order. We're also giving away a $20 promotional code. Uh, pay attention to the prompts and chat for that as well. And they have uh, supplied our cast with, we're going to keep going down this list, um, <laughs> Flynn's Defiers of Fate. Oh, no, we broke the... Oh. I, I wonder, if, is that a typo that we broke the alliteration? I don't know. I don't I, I don't think I copied and pasted that wrong, but maybe <laughs> I did. Uh, Flynn's Somethings of Fate is what we're going to say. Defires is what I've got down. But, there's a, um, there's if, an F in there. It's, yeah, yeah. Flagrant Defires of Fate. I like it. I like it. Okay, so... Um, Fate so yeah, The duh is kind of like the French... Ver- you know, duh. Uh, <laughs> defires of Fate. I like it. All right, um, and... Finally, tonight you'll hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. I'm Adam Bradford, the CDO at Demiplane. Lots of fun stuff going on, especially in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, it's just going to be rapid, rapid fire, all kinds of things coming out. So uh, keep uh, your eyes peeled for all of those things tonight. I am playing Silas Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical superfan. Hey everybody, I'm Alicia Marie Potty. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm Alicia Marie, but I'm Alicia Marie Potty <laughs> on socials. Woo, it's gonna be a day. Um, yeah, you can follow me there. I am a custom artist and obviously I love playing TTRPGs. It is, like I said last week, it is just Halloween season. That's all I'm coasting for right now. And I noticed that all my friends with school-age children are celebrating right now, but I really don't know why. <laughs> like, they're, like I'm talking, the wine moms are rejoicing oh right God. now. <laughs> anyway, um, tonight. Oh, also, I should mention that I just started a new campaign for the Gary Khan YouTube channel. I am playing scarily enough. I'm the cleric, so everyone's alive. I rested my hands. You got this. You got this. That's so cool. I'm so nervous. Yeah. So the the cool thing about it is it's the Eye of Chentuthi, which is Luke's uh, series yeah. of games. And this is one of the tables, and we're every other Sunday, and so we play this Sunday in the afternoon on the Gary Khan YouTube channel. And, and, nice. Uh, his wife, Boucher, is playing this her first stream, and his daughter's playing also in the game. So it's really cool just to play with them. 
And but tonight I am playing my usual main late class that I play, Frizz Armstrong. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need to know. <laughs> um, hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on socials as at Dreamwisp. Um, you can find me streaming on Twitch as Dreamwisp Jen. Um, what is exciting that is happening? Uh, this is happening. Um, and tonight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> tonight mm -hmm. I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Oh, if you haven't checked out Dreams and Machines yet, please check out Dreams and Machines. It's awesome. It's really fun. Uh, Dreams and Machines from Modiphius. It's very cool. I, I have the starter set box sitting right over there. Yay! I opened it up and like dug through all the stuff and I haven't. I'm, I'm super excited. I got a chance to like <laughs> dig through it for about five seconds and then I had to go do like four other things. Uh, one of them being being here with all these awesome people. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on the socials as Obo Lauren. And yeah, I'm here tonight playing Carolyn Stern, who is not a cleric at all and not going to be healing anybody. Absolutely not. <laughs> We're all doomed. <laughs> no healer in sight. Hello, everyone. I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on the socials as the Hope Lavelle. Um, you can watch me as a dungeon master on Misfits of All Seta every Wednesday. We just entered Limbo, so that's going to be chaotic oh, fun. Oh. Got to tune in. Um, I also have some really cool stuff coming up really soon, so follow my socials because I'm about to announce something that's going to be really fun. I think you guys are gonna enjoy it. So coming out soon, very soon. What uh, a so yes! <laughs> the vague posting. Oh my goodness! <laughs> How do I follow that? Right? Oh, I can't uh, wait. But tonight <laughs> I am playing Miss Robin Beckett, your favorite granny for hire. <laughs> Definitely my favorite granny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, what about? Hi, I'm Deborah Ann Wool. I'm your storyteller for this evening, and I'm very excited. Um, tonight we are entering chapter fifty. Five of children. 56? Why do I keep getting this wrong? Fifty-six chapter. So settle in, get yourself some warm to drink as we begin the fifty-sixth chapter of Children of Erte. So if you remember from last week, uh, you all had your encounter with uh, Talron and Ivy up in the sky as uh, they got sucked back into the mirror. Um, at the end of that, Robin really felt this calling for this amulet and ended up putting it on and began to walk off into the woods through the snow as the rest of you uh, followed. Um, that's where we're going to pick up. I'm pretty sure that's where we are. Um, Take it away. I mean, are we doing this now? Now, or I mean, don't we want to try to? I mean, I'll go. I'll, if you feel something, we could just go now and get this get this found. But I figured we might want to sleep. I mean, it's dark, right? Oh, yeah. sleep is sleep. Sleep when you're dead. I feel great. I feel like I wide awake. Well, that should be pretty convenient because we're probably going to die unless we get good rest. I, I mean, yeah. I. I've come back a bunch of times, so it'll be fine, right? <laughs> and then it's like, I've been dead. You weren't <laughs> actually dead. You were just mostly dead. Just I was mostly. pining for the fjords, you're trying to say. <laughs> all right, all right. If you guys think that we need a rest, I suppose we should. Yeah, for a little bit. I... Uh, yeah. Um, is just going to lean over to whomever's closer to her and say, maybe we should just 
Do we we saw Robin put it on, right? Or yes, no? Yes, it's, it's around her neck. Um, okay. You know, it's it's you know potentially sort of maybe in her shirt. It has a little bit of you know protection on it in that way. Um, what does it look like? So yeah, so it's the 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 gemstone at the end of it is 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 a red stone in sort of the shape of a heart um but it's more natural formed rather than you know perfectly cut um it has a little gold band around it and then a little gold chain okay it hangs about on top of your own heart robin okay yeah Bruce is going to lean over to whomever's closer to her and i guess the, we'll just say it's neb for discussion's sake and you know, there's like whatever. you gotta lean no, no. really far if this is the way it's gonna be. <laughs> hey! <laughs> and she is like, I mean, I don't know, cuts and bruises all over because mm -hmm. I have 20 hit points, so I got hit pretty hard last <laughs> last game. And she's just gonna say, I mean, I, I mean, Ro Miss Robin seems pretty okay with that necklace on, so I don't know what all the hubbaloo was about, but maybe we should not all fall asleep without someone making sure she's okay and doesn't like wander off like before. Yeah, I mean, we should definitely sleep in shifts all the time, but I agree, like she talked about how there was a curse involved and people would become obsessed with shiny things. And so, yeah, you know, I, I trust that she can control it or if it starts to get bad that she'll let us know, but, and yeah. I'll speak up a little bit louder so now that Robin and everybody can hear me and say, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it'll be a lot easier to find the stuff that, you know, she's looking for in the, in the daylight. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming that's, we want to go looking while it's daylight, right? You know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm just, I'm still feeling a bit from that, that last 213, y'all. <laughs> well, all right. Don't worry, everybody. You get some sleep and I'll watch over for you know, the entire night. I just don't think I could sleep at this point. Yeah, Miss Robin, listen, like, I'm not going to take it away from you because I honestly think that, like, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet is a tool that can be harnessed and used for good purposes, depending on who's wielding it. But we're also not letting you just, you know, watch the entire night, like, while all of us sleep, because you're going to run off into the woods and do something foolish. Or what? you just need sleep. I mean, we all need sleep, so you deserve a, a shift of sleeping. Yeah, okay. Let's have a, a magic did, did, spell. Did, didn't we hear though what her explained that theoretically? <laughs> if, if you did, she does not need food, drink, sleep, or yeah. air. <laughs> to, yeah, I don't think she does, Neb. Like, right. I, I think that she might not need sleep if she's wearing that little magical doodad she's got around her neck. Well. You've had it on for all of five minutes, and so I just figured in, before we just assume, and the next thing you know, you're falling asleep in the middle of the day tomorrow. Just, you know, a little bit of a nap. A little okay. bit of one. Watches, watches sound great. All right, everybody. <laughs> just, you know, find, your, find a place to lay your heads. I'll do a watch with Neb. Okay. 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 Neb's going to go first. Apparently, I'm doing a watch with Robin. <laughs> there will All be right. a moment when Robin says, like, I'll do a watch with Neb, and where th that's odd because usually Robin is the one doing the, the evening watch or the, the first and the morning, last watch yeah. of the day. But yeah. okay. All right. Uh, find a place, hunker down, grab some Z's. Mm 
Yeah. So there's there's no active snow falling right now. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's early morning. It's like 3 a.m. Um, mm -hmm. So it's you know it's dark except for the moonlight. Um, but you know you can you can find spots that are not too cold. You have your jackets. Um, it's it's chilly, but if you huddle together. Do we want to start a fire, or y'all are going to be able to fall asleep no matter what? Fire I'll definitely good. fall asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I can't start a fire, but I'll definitely be able to fall asleep, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I'm asking if you would like a fire. Yes, yes, do it. I just noticed that everyone in this group seems to have a question mark above their head. Um, okay, I, I think I'll sleep first. You're saying that you need to turn in a completed quest to us? Or, like... That's an exclamation mark. <laughs> no, that's oh. no, that's the quest giver. Oh. I mean, it could be both, actually. I'll start yeah, digging no, out a little it's fire the exclamation pin. point most of the time when you got to get it in the first place, and then when it's unfulfilled it's the empty question mark and then when you have it done it, uh, it turns into a filled and then you turn it in and then it goes away when is it an empty speech bubble what is <laughs> that's when they have the information completely think... depends on the game i think that's if snoopy is trying to give you a quest i think that's when that happens Fruz is already sleeping and dreaming about snoopy <laughs> yeah anyway. silas before he goes to sleep just says like no this is this is probably going to go badly, um, so just kind of kind of watch out, and 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 feel feel free to wake me up if you feel anything is squirrely with her. I appreciate and that. And he but... says this very loudly, where Robin can hear. Wow. I appreciate that, but I um, I have faith that Robin is going to be fine. So, uh, Maeve, who is always looking for the loopholes, uh, she's looking for shiny stuff. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to take out an emergency blanket and cut it up into little pieces and go kind of hide those little pieces all around the campsite and she can magpie to her heart's content. Oh. <laughs> um, fantastic. To let's... try and keep her nearby. Okay, let's do let's do a um oh, what do we think is good for that? Uh it's like sleight a sleight of hand? Yeah, we're, yeah, we could try sleight of hand Stealth, or sleight of hand. Yes, let's do a let's do a stealth because you're trying to like hide things. So yeah, go ahead, give me a stealth check for how well you hide your pieces of tin foil oh here. God. Oh my god, twenty-seven. All right, that was pretty darn good hiding. This is an Easter egg hunt for the for the ages here. Um, so yes, yeah, so you kind of, you know, through the shadows very stealthily, you know, put one up in a tree and one behind a rock and one, you know, all sorts of little places. Um, Robin, you, there is something happening to you. There is some <laughs> spidey sense, some kind that just like, you get this like itchy radar feeling and you are totally picking up these little tin foil pieces, but they're not as intense as something that's kind of off in that direction. And, and I'll, I'll offer for you, if you, if you want to give me a, either a history or an investigation check, please, whichever you prefer. I'll do history. That is a 17. You think back 
to the combat that you had with the scary lady, you're pretty sure this this big ping that you've got is in the direction that she was dragging your friends off into the woods. Okay. Well, Neb. <laughs> yeah? And I'm putting a little fire together and I'll light up my hand uh -huh. and get it going. And Maeve and Silas, you're sleeping. You're you're cuddling up. And... Okay, great. Long resting. Go for it. Ah. Nothing. It's, it's a beautiful night, don't you think? I just, you know, thought we should get some, you know, quality time together. Okay. Um, I don't know how quality this is going to be, but I'll, I'll try my best. Did you want to talk about anything in specific? You know, back in my day when I was a young kid, my favorite thing was to go around collecting rocks. Rocks were beautiful, and each of them were very unique. Every single rock had a story. A little speckle on it, a little crack that made it special. What about I your mean, rock? And I'll dig into my pants pocket and pull it out and go, well, I mean, I totally agree with you. I I can't say I've ever had a, like a rock collection, but you know. Ping, 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 ping. Yeah. <laughs> so shiny. I like it. It's, it's very shiny. Do, do you shine it? Or is it naturally that shiny? I think it's naturally. Uh, I also, every once in a while, kind of use it as a worry stone. So I'm probably rubbing it a lot. Oh, it's probably, if you're, it's a shiny thing, right? So, I mean, is this like, do you like see the the shiny things? Do you like sense the shiny things? Is it like with my my being able to know what the weather is going to be like? You kind of feel it in your, your spleen? I, yes, yes, I suppose that's kind of like it. It's a feeling, it's a sense. It's like a sixth sense of just the sense of shiny. The shiny sense. <laughs> I mean, at least it's not the shining She's sense. The I shine. think that's a, yeah, I think the shining sense is something you don't actually want. But shiny, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, I just think you should treasure that shiny rock of yours. I absolutely do. Hmm. Oh. And and Robin will kind of get up and kind of walk around and start picking up all the little tin pieces <laughs> and just like, oh, it's like Easter. <laughs> and as long as she doesn't like start to get out of eye shot, uh -huh. I'm not going to really do anything. I'll, I'll just kind of keep an eye on her. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure she could go pretty deep into the woods and I could still see her. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not unless she, it looks like she's going to leave my line of sight that I will, oh, uh, that, that might be a little too far. What are those? But otherwise, I'm just kind of watching. Where are you finding all this tinfoil? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, you slowly walk around finding each little piece, kind of getting accustomed to this new power that you have, this new sense, you begin to, yeah, feel some things pinging off of your friends, little little itches of feeling there. It's very interesting. It's like a whole new world has opened up to you. Okay. 
Um, that is how you spend, Neb and uh, Robin, your hours of your watch. Who do you wake up for the next one? Neb? Oh, we didn't figure that out, did we? <laughs> Let's uh, wake up uh, Feruza and Maeve. <laughs> Okay, if you wake up Maeve, I'm less scared of her than I am of Feruza waking up. How about that? Okay. I'll go over and Neb will instinctively go for feet to like tap on her foot and then remember what Silas has been saying to come over and just give a, a gentle tap on your shoulder, Feruza. Hey. Oh, me, okay. Yeah. And Feruza wakes up. She's like, ah, I didn't do it. God! Oh, oh sorry. Oh, thanks. I, I, wait, where? Oh, oh, is it time for me to wake up now? So I'm going to admit that we don't remember who was supposed to go next on watch. So, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I actually, I do feel a little better. Is, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robin apparently can find tinfoil anywhere. What? Uh, don't ask me. She's been finding a little piece of tinfoil everywhere. We had a nice little chat and... She's just figuring out how to detect the shiny. Let me ask you a question, Neb. Yeah. You don't find it at all bizarre that she's looking for a piece of tinfoil. And then again, nothing is really bizarre here, so maybe I should just be questioning myself. To be honest, right. I find it odder that she's finding the tinfoil. We know with the necklace that she can like sense shiny things and like and, and reflective and all that. So that totally makes sense. But where the tinfoil came from is beyond me. <laughs> Little pieces. Well, I suppose if if there's going to be anything like untoward happening with this with this necklace, her finding pieces of tin foil is is really not not that bad. Let's let her keep collecting. It's kind of cute. You guys are going to sleep now. Who else? Who else is going to be up with me? Robin. I'll, uh, I'll point over where Robin is heading towards Maeve and go. I'll watch this. I'm sure this will be fun. Oh, Robin. Robin like goes to like tap Maeve mm -hmm. on the shoulder and she just kind of for a second looks at her jewelry. Mm. Oh, that's so fashionable. And then I'll like <laughs> touch her on the shoulder. <laughs> what? It's time for your watch, Derry. Uh fine. It's time for our watch, Maeve. Let's go. <laughs> You are far too enthusiastic for three in the morning, four in the morning. Whatever. It's probably six. It's six a.m. now. Um, six in the morning, still dark. These are hours that no one should have to be awake. If you want, we can do some calisthenics. I saw some big logs over there. No. Really can't. Oh, okay. I'm just feeling like I no. need to pick up something heavy. All right. Oh, you're welcome to. I'm gonna. That's good. Okay. Just coffee? Yes. <laughs> you do coffee. And I'm looking, is there coffee yet? <laughs> I mean, no, and, and nobody else has made coffee. There is a small fire. Make Maeve just very period, <laughs> hoodie up, just like put up. Fumbling um, around trying to, to make some coffee. Does What does Robin do at this point? I mean, can she sleep or she doesn't have to sleep? She, you I, can I, I am want hurt. to. I'm very hurt. Oh, you, 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 as long as you spend sort of eight hours in downtime, you you will get your full rest. Okay. You know, requirements, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, yeah. 
I think Robin. But you just don't have to sleep. Robin will kind of go into like a. She'll start to knit, mm. and she just pulls out her her needle and thread or uh, her, and she starts to like kind of go into a daze. It's almost yeah. like when elves go into a trance or something. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. She gets in the zone. Mm, exactly. Cool. So yeah. So Feruza, and and I'll say this: your your knitting needles are a little. They're you're like oh they're kind of shiny. <laughs> They're a little bit shiny. That's nice. Um, uh, yeah, so Feruza and Maeve. Okay, Feruza's like, it's full of energy. You know, just she's just feeling really full of energy. And so she's literally like curling a big log for no reason other than she's feeling really, I'm just feeling like I need to get my body moving. I think it's probably really good for me. She's talking incessantly. She's going to move over. <laughs> to Robin and go, hey, Robin, Miss Robin, what are you making? Oh, I haven't decided yet. Just, just felt like just doing it. Yeah, I understand. Just feeling like just doing it. That's exactly how I feel right now. I kind of feel how Silas feels when he says like, just do it. I don't know if, what it is about this area or about this time, but I feel really like full of energy right now. Do you feel that way? Yes. Was there so speaking of yes, Maeve does not feel full of energy. (laughs) No, (laughs) two of you are just bouncing off the walls. I know, and I I just don't know why. Maybe it's maybe, maybe I just had a good sleep, you know, or maybe what do you, I don't know, I don't know. I'm willing to guess at, any, at anything at this point. But uh, speaking of anything at this point, uh, Neb, Neb tells me that you were, uh, you found some pretty pieces of uh, aluminum foil along the way. You, you were... Oh, yes. It was so easy. They just were just so shiny. And she's like pulling them out of her pockets. <laughs> they're just like these little pieces. Of... <laughs> Do you think they're magical? Oh, I don't know. I think I get a... Sense. You do. They, they're not magical. Yeah. They're just, but they're shiny. You know what? Sometimes just just sparkling is, is enough for, for to have some magic. Hmm. True. And also they're kind of reflective, I guess. You know, it's good to have a hobby, especially since we're out here, you know, kind of here and trying to figure out where we're going next. Maeve, how's that coffee coming? You know, <laughs> Feruza. Yeah, slowly. Just, just saying, you have a beautiful axe. Thanks. Uh, you know what? It's interesting about this axe. Like, so I've had it my entire life, and uh, you know the story. But uh, I have to say, it's kind of exciting watching what what she can do now. You know, like I mean, for forever, for the forever, the past I me mean, now a few days. I've, I've kind of always thought of what's going to happen when we when we get home. But there's a part of me that's starting to like who I am here. Do you like who you are here, Robin? Hmm. Hmm, that's a tricky question. I definitely Life. feel better. But I feel like maybe I've lost myself a little bit. What do you mean? You just feel a little, a 
little bit more lost in myself. But that's neither here nor there. It's fine. I'll figure it out. But as for your axe, just, you know, keep it, keep it close. Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> There's a hunger in Robin's eyes that's a little, <laughs> it's a little puzzling. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's uh, definitely a, uh, you know, yeah, I, I think I, I, I probably do some really evil things if someone tried to do something to Max, but uh, so far no one really has except for when we had that zombie issue and I threw it. <laughs> and uh, I had to, get, I think Steve brought it back, helped me get it back. Not to bring up, you know, mm -hmm. something that's kind of heartrending, but it was Steve who helped me get my axe back. Mm. Maeve, are you still awake? <laughs> yeah. What? Yes. Huh? Coffee. You should go keep her company. Don't mind me. It's like I'm not even here. All right, Miss Robin. She's gonna walk over to Maeve and, like, I guess, sit right next down, sit down uh, next to Maeve, and say, uh, "So, uh, did you know that Robin is collecting pieces of tin foil now, Maeve?" How strange. Yeah, I, I, you like know, maybe, I mean, where would she find pieces of? Never mind. You know what? I'm just. I seem to be the only person that's around here, apparently. All right. I just. I mean, I. I suppose it's 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 good to uh, that Robin looks like she's involving herself in something that's a, uh, a little different. But I, I'm trying to keep like a sort of a mental tally of things that are going on with her since she put the amulet on because she's the one who told us and Neb told me and remind Neb reminded me that it's it's cursed. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been around a cursed item before, Maeve? Have I, have I ever what? Been around a cursed item. Uh, well, that seems to be a, a bit of a... Depends on your definition there. But like this, no. I mean, I've heard stories of them. You've heard stories of cursed items? Haven't you? Not on a regular basis, but I mean, I, I, I guess I can guess what a... Okay, so here's my question for you. Is there ever an instance where a curse is a good thing? <laughs> sort of. I mean, it's... You think about stories like like the red shoes or things like that where it's a benefit in the beginning but the longer you you have it the worse things can get hmm. all right well i mean we're, we're looking and you're for not going to give it up easily either miss robin's kind of now isn't she? she she chose to put it on so and if it gets us where we need to go. Then I guess it's fine for now. And the, I mean, if, at the end of the day, it is, I guess, uh, four against one. <laughs> four against one. If it, if we ever need to just, you know, save her from something. Right? More likely saving her from herself. 
Well, I'm not really worried about much right now because we've been through so much. And it was a uh, one thing I was telling Robin is that I uh I'm feeling good about us right now. And I feel like we're on a real journey. I feel like we're going somewhere. The bunch of us. I feel like there's a reason we're supposed to be here. I mm. Maeve, I no longer feel like I need to go home. You don't think you need to go home? You, no. Do, you don't have people at home who no, I you do. care about seeing again? I do. And, and to be honest with you, for, 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 the, for the past days, that's all I thought about was what's going to happen after this, after all of this. But I'm realizing that we're on some sort of a quest and that we're so, for whatever reason, we're the ones that were chosen to be on it. So I have to follow this path, whatever that means. And if that means that my life before was, you know, chapter one, two, three, four, this is chapter five, six, seven, eight. What that means, I've, I have no idea, but I'm, I'm willing to turn the page. That sounded ominous. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but um, are you threatening me? No, but I do like I do. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't turn away from a good spar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it might I'm wake up everybody. How many hit points you got? <laughs> How many? What do I have? <laughs> She had some of her V and V, you know. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. There's a there's a red dial above Maeve's head. (laughs) She's like, I can. And she, I guess, she spends the rest of the the watch just sort of joshing with with Maeve back and forth because she's never really had an opportunity to talk with with Maeve. Just sort of (laughs) some some friendly uh, banter back and forth here. Um, yeah, as you come to the end of your watch, um, what's, you um, to... what's yes. Robin doing throughout this? Because I, I think Maeve is mm-hmm. half distracted by trying to keep an eye on what Robin is doing throughout this. Oh, Robin, so far you've been knitting. Do you continue to do that throughout the... Oh, mm-hmm. you're muted. What's she knitting? Uh, you see that she's knitting some mittens, some yellow mittens. Okay. Cool. Is there yeah. anything else that she's doing that seems different or out of character? I mean, it does seem like she's very in the zone. You probably have never mm-hmm. seen her so in the zone before. It might seem a little like mm-hmm. she's almost in a daze. Uh, but other than that, it's, you know, she's humming to herself and that's that's all. I'll offer okay. the only thing and, and you know, Robin, correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, the little pieces of tin foil that she took out to show Feruza, she has picked every single one of those back up and put them in her pockets. Or her <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> she did not let one of them get caught in the wind. <laughs> they are all safely in a pocket. Okay. Somehow. Uh, so yes, at the end of your uh, watch, the sun is just starting to come up. Uh, the mm. two need a little bit more rest but you can wake up silas for the final mm-hmm. watch yeah um i'll wake him up um if I'm not, i don't need to sleep again so i'll just i guess i'll just <laughs> stay up and stay up so she walks over and at first she's getting ready to like like 
shove, like shove. So then she pulls back because she remembers that here she's a little bit stronger. So she reaches out and she like just does like this to Silas. Who, who, who is it? Who is it? It's me, Silas Feruza. Who? It's time for your watch. Well, and she sort of you? nudges you with her axe a little bit. All right, all right. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. But here. Here's something I wanted to tell you. And she leans oh, down really gosh, close this to you. Is too early for this. <laughs> Conspiratorially. We are all as a group keeping an eye on Robin because she's collecting pieces of tinfoil and knitting bizarre, crazy things that she's never knitted before in front of us. Like a pair of mittens. Alright. I just I just have one question. What is it? When is the last time you brushed your teeth? Oh, <laughs> 14 the days. last time you did that was meant to remind you that i have an axe <laughs> and i love using can it, it get smaller to get in between <laughs> i love using it yeah. we'll have a significant brushing experience this <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> all right all right all right i kid i kid this is terrible conditions like say it seems like with all this magic we would figure out a way to like magic ourselves clean all the time but yes. maybe i should get on that like i'll start you know seeing what i can do um because yeah. i think i can just make things sometimes so maybe i can just make magic i can be like Hey, I need a cleaning spell of some sort, and I need to Ooh. just, you know, clean everybody's teeth and give them breath mints and, you know, all these kind of things. Like, I mean, who, who knows what I can do? Um, you think you can figure that out? I don't uh, know if I feel very comfortable with you giving me a magic bath. I don't know if any of you feel comfortable with you giving us a magic yeah. talk about Silas. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that part's true. Um, that that will be, you know, some magic you share and some magic you keep private. So that will that will go in the, the private folder. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So uh, basically, we're saying that Miss Robin is a megalomaniac now. That um, we need to keep an eye on. Is was that the gist of what you said? Well, I mean, Maeve brought up a really good point during our um, our watch. You know, do you ever hear of a, a story called the Red Boots or something like that? Isn't that like a terrible Christmas song or something? <laughs> I don't know. She didn't sing when she told it to me, so I don't yeah. think it's a song. But she mentioned it's something where it's a talisman. The person puts it on and it's fine at first and it does amazing things mm -hmm. at first, but then over time it it turns out to be something that makes everything bad. So it's like a, a curse of some sort. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they have these in V&V. &V. We didn't play long enough for me to introduce it, but it's this idea that like, you know, something can just like take over your character, basically. There's like the curse of lycanthropy, which means that you turn into a werewolf. My favorite is like a werebear. They're even were-tiger. They're, they're all kinds of were-creatures. Um, but that's a curse, and basically what happens is when that curse takes you over, you lose control of your character in Vaults and Vagabonds, and you don't get to play it anymore. Basically, the Game Master takes it over, because you've, like, just lost all your faculties. So, like, yeah, I mean, it it may be what Miss Robin's going through right now. Like, she may be in the process of being cursed, and the cosmic game master out there is going to take control of her character at some point. 
Okay, so you know what we need to do? You know what, do you know what that means, Silas? Do you know yeah, what that means? We need to steal it from her. Well, that, that, maybe. Oh, I didn't think But I was thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking that, I mean, bouncing off of what Maeve said and then also what you said, I think that means that we need to do what we need to do while she has the necklace on and then get it off and put it somewhere. Right. See, we can't like languish I'm... around with her wearing that necklace. Like we have to- Yeah, no this... languishing. Like I'm not a fan of languishing. So, um, yeah, no. so yeah, we will, we will, um, completely you like put miss robin at risk of losing her character to the cosmic gm in order to find this last mirror shard and that'll be the last time that we use this necklace and we will destroy it after that never mind that she's like too little butter scraped over too much bread like we are going to just completely use her and and you know well, I mean, you do you get my way. point? Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's it's kind of a sucky thing to do when you think about it that way. But at the same time, she did like kind of sign up for it. Like she's like, oh, I'm going to put this on. So I don't know. Honestly, this is a, a, a part of morality that I really haven't explored before. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're a criminal, but that's okay. <laughs> we, already, hey. we already, we sussed this out. Hey, <laughs> hey. No, no, I know we, we went through this, Silas. I have nothing against you at all. What do you think I do in court every day? If anyone's going to hell, I'm going with you. I have oceanfront property down there. Mm -hmm. I got some oceanfront property in Arizona. It's close enough. Um, anyway, moving this moving on. I, okay, I think if anyone's going to put that necklace on, it was, it, it would have been the most level-headed one of all of us here. And I guess that's, is that Robin? Yeah, right. Wow, we are a motley crew. Um, yeah, I guess it probably is, Robin. I mean, are, but but is that some kind of ageism? Are we just ultimately saying that someone that's older is automatically the wisest and most steady? Like, no, I is, just mean is that what we should be doing? It's reverse ageism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Compare your CV to hers. My what? Your CV. What is a CV? What is a CV? So your resume and then you, the CV is like oh. the detailed version of the resume. I don't know. I've never given anybody a resume. I guess I just always stole things. <laughs> that's um, why you have okay. bunches of money. Yeah, bunches of money. Uh, well, it doesn't do us any good here. But with Miss Robin wearing that, we might be able to procure a new bunches of money because she can sort out all the shiny things. It's true. But do your part is all I'm saying. Like, you know, check in with Ms. Robin every now and again. Just all of us are doing that. Oh, you're saying for this watch. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, that. yeah. I got that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. I thought we were having like a bigger picture conversation. But yeah, yeah. I got it for tonight. It's all good. You can I get some more rest. Okay. And May made coffee. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't care. Coffee. I, I mean, <laughs> I might as well pour that out on the ground. Coffee is disgusting. I mean, like, get what you want before it gets too cold. But okay. unless Robin touches it, I ain't touching it. Yeah, I think I'm going to get some more. Bruce is going to just ease away from Silas because he says he doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> Go over to where Maeve While is you're pouring doing it. Arnold presses over your head. Yeah. 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 She drops lag and she sticks her mug up to Maeve again. Silas is going to... Uh, 
just kind of float over uh, to Robin at this point. Is she awake or what is she doing? Yeah, she's just kind of in a daze. She's knitting some mittens. Okay. Silas is, <laughs> is just going to, like, as he's floating, um, he's going to be stretching. And so he's kind of like, you know, turning and stretching and like, oh, yeah, that gravity, like, helps there. And he's, like, you know, <laughs> twisting his hips and, you know, all, all, all that. And then uh, he finally gets over there. And then he's just like, so how's it going, Robin? Uh, oh, Silas, did you wash your hat? Wash my hat? No, this hasn't been washed for years. That's very shiny and new. Well, I mean, I can like kind of change it. And you see Silas like actually does at this point, make it like shinier and newer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's like, but you know, like I'm really torn at the moment because I'm not really wearing it as a hat much anymore. Mm Because like when I fly up like this, I become my alter ego super fan. And when super fan comes, then it's like, I do this. And then he turns, uh, he turns it into the fox cowl and and the cape. Uh, And then he, uh, kind of, uh, you know, uh, just uh, telekinetically floats the cape, like, you know, and it like kind of billows in the wind. You are always one for theatrics and I love it. Yeah, I did that in high school, like just before I dropped out. Um, I mean, well, I didn't technically drop out. I just took the GED thing. But but anyway, I was done with high school because um, I knew that like the theatrics could, you know, basically make me more money in other ways like you know who wants to be an actor and have to climb that entire ladder and, and put put up with all that junk and like being underpaid and uh and not getting royalties off streaming and all the crap that they have to go through who wants to do that when you can just use that touch that flair for the theatrics and then go and just get people's money or their their you know priceless artifact um kind of things and then sell that for money Silas, would you be willing to, I don't know, teach an old lady a new trick? Uh, what are we looking for here? Like up close magic? And Silas like starts to do some things and it's like you see he minor illusions, his finger gone, (laughs) all these kind of things. Yes, like close up magic, you know, sleight of hand sort of things. Yeah, I mean, I could do some of that before pretty well. Um, I once lifted um, an entire comic book, okay? Like, we're not talking about palming like a key card or something, uh, because I did that plenty of times. But we're talking an entire comic book out of a guy's backpack when he was... uh, And and I did that just out of spite, because he was an asshole. But like, I just wanted to take his comic book and, uh, and, and kind of teach him a lesson, you know? So, so I did that. Um, but yeah, like I used to be able to do it pretty well, but now I know real magic and it makes it even easier. It's way easier to trick people into thinking that something just happened. Like right now my hand's just gone. And then his hand like just disappears (laughs) with the minor illusion. So what would you like to learn, Robin? I mean, I just think it's so cool to be able to pick somebody's pocket. Just, you know, for the fun of it. Wait a minute. (laughs) Why do you want to learn how to pick a pocket? I thought we were talking about tricks. Tricks! Or illusions. Yes, illusions. Ah, 
you know, that's not very important. I just, oh, sun is coming up. Oh, does that mean we're almost done resting? I think so. Are you ready to head out? Born ready. Like what, I mean, what, what, what's your plan here? Since, you know, you have like, I don't know, the shiny radar or whatever's going on with you right now. Like, what's that, what's that feel like, by the way? Is that like, uh, you know, like, does it tingle like Spidey sense? Or is it like, uh, I don't know, more like, uh, you know, daredevil when he's like, he, he's like seeing everything around him. Like, like what, what, what's going on with that? It's like a little mix of both. It's like a tingly sense on the back of your neck, but you have this radar sense of just shiny, shiny. Things. It's like a quest marker. Sure. I mean, is that what it is? It's it, it's like you always know which direction, and if you're looking at the mini map, like you can kind of orient which direction you need to go. Think of it. Have you ever seen that movie, or oh, what was it called? Oh, I don't know, but it was a hand where the, the thing comes out of your chest and it leads you somewhere. Alien? Donnie Darko, that's the oh. thing. Oh, Miss Robin, that is not comforting in the slightest. <laughs> and I am incredibly surprised that you have seen that movie. <laughs> Anyways, I have that feeling, and I know, I think, that the shard is this way. That is not troubling at all. Um, yeah, I mean, let's give them about 30 more minutes, and I think that, uh, you know, everybody's good to go. I, I'm definitely feeling feeling great, you know. Um, one thing that I, I didn't realize is that when you fly everywhere, you use entirely different muscles. So it's like my feet aren't sore anymore. My calves aren't sore. But then this is weird. This is going to be weird. It's like really hitting that core right here, right? And um, and like my sciatica is really, you know, acting up. But then it doesn't hurt because I'm not walking on it, right? And so, man, it's like just a game of trade-offs. And you just don't think about those kind of things. Entirely different muscles that I'm having to work in here. But given that... Even with that going on, I'm feeling pretty good. So um, I'm feeling pretty optimistic about our chances to get this last shard and then hold our leverage over the heads of these yahoos that have been uh, basically tormenting us for, I mean, gosh, are we only at like, what, like 15 days or something now? Is it even that long? I've lost count. Yeah, feels a lot longer than 15 days. Um, okay, so, uh, so yeah. Um, I'll let you get back to your strange trance thing that you were doing. And I'm going to go over here and I'm going to meditate for a little while. And then we can wake them up and, and we can head out. Sounds peachy cute. And Silas, for mm -hmm. about 10 minutes, mm -hmm. doesn't pay much attention to Miss Robin. I okay. do want to throw that out there. Okay. Um, he is He is kind of, you know... Uh, he, he is not completely, he's not like closing his eyes to her or anything, but gotcha. he's not watching her like a hawk or anything. He thinks that as long as he sees her out of the peripheral, everything's fine. Hopefully it will be. Um, but I did want to call that out just in case it, it matters. Okay. Uh, Robin, if you notice that he is not uh, focused that much on you, um, is there anything you'd like to do? You don't have to. Just checking. Mm. Uh, you have now been wearing this necklace for 12 hours. Ooh. 
Uh, Robin is. She's. She takes out from her bag a little compact mirror, mm. and she's gonna look at herself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to keep a grasp on reality because mm-hmm. she knows, maybe yeah. in the back of her mind, what's going on. Little further in the back of mind every hour, but uh, she's she's just gonna look at herself, check the bags under her eyes if she's physically changing or anything like that. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Nope. Uh, seventeen. You notice you're not changing, but some of your feelings about yourself are changing. Maybe you tell me. I'm going to give an example, but you switch this up if you want it. Maybe there were little crow's feet that used to bother you. They're still there, but now you're like, ooh, interesting. How unique. How cute. Mm. Um, you know, your, your, you know, maybe your hair that has, you know, grayed. Maybe you used to be self-conscious about it, but now it feels, oh, luxurious. It looks a little silverier. Yeah. Uh, Robin looks at her her glasses and her her actual lenses that make her eyes look a little yeah. bit bigger. And she used to and hate sparkle. Them. Yeah. But now they, yes, now her eyes sparkle. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> so yes, you all can wake up. Your your rests have been completed. Um, mm-hmm. The sun is out. It is midday. <laughs> you guys are, your schedule's all shifted. <laughs> but you are up. Um, you've had your full rests. Uh, Robin, yeah, you're you're sort of itching to go. This this feeling is strong. And, and I'll offer you this. Um, with the sort of focus that you're putting on it at this point, there's more, you know, you can't sense specific things, but there's more than just the shard or whatever you're you're sensing like a lot of interesting stuff in that direction oh good morning everyone are you ready to go i feel like a metal detector today and i'm just ready to get my nose to the ground and get going it's robin did you ever do that on the beach with an actual metal detector were you one of those people too oh, yes, a detectorist <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that all the time it's such a lovely little hobby well this is ever- as good i was gonna say did you ever find anything good oh little de- rings and watches and old coins and one time we found a what do you call a hand grenade? It was a dud. But what? It was a live ordinance? I never what? mind. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. We called the bomb squad. It was it was all fine and dandy. It was a dud. It was still a and very fun fight. That's how I started working for the bomb squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very, very far from a beach, but lead on, be our metal detector if you would, please. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just openly admitting that we're using her as a tool with her current, you know, like potentially dangerous status. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wasn't using. I was asking. I mean, Miss Robin, if you don't want to, then we don't have to. Oh, I oh she wants to. All right. Let's do it. 
All right, Robin, you begin to follow this strong pull, this magnetic feeling, um, almost like, yeah, like a bird that can sense magnetic north. You feel pulled in this direction. You begin to walk through the woods, the others following behind you. Um, and, you know, you do, you do sort of get stronger and stronger the more you walk. And not very long, just about half an hour from this place, you come upon a cabin. A little snow-covered cabin in the woods. Oh! How it's the queen. cutest little thing. I love it. Who wants to go inside? Mm. Well, we should probably mm. knock first. We just yeah, look I mean, in the window first. actual people. <laughs> oh, sorry, Crash. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's I, right. Pivim is there too. I'm sorry. A person, but yes. I forgot Pivim was there. Yes. <laughs> Cosmic GM. <laughs> I was like, he must be somewhere. <laughs> he's there. He he just slept the whole time. He was so he's so flabbergasted by everything that's happening. He just needed a long nap. <laughs> Let the little um, thing. I just yes. picked him up in the morning, like he's still asleep. Yeah. I just kind of stuck him in my bag so that he's just hanging out like a doll. I'm like, I, I got you, I got you, buddy. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we need instead of a baby yard, we need like a Pivin Piak. <laughs> Oh, yes. yeah. the yuck. Yeah, uh, so yes, Pivim is there. Yeah, you know, trotting along, whistling, uh, doing his little hum uh, as he he keeps up with you. And yes, here's this little cabin. It is covered in snow. It has a little, very you know, sort of shallow front porch. Um, there's a little rocking chair on it and a door. That is you closed. see, uh, Silas. There's something that uh, all just temporarily appears um, kind of glowing slightly and then it solidifies a little bit around his mm -hmm. arm and hand and then you see this uh, uh, kind of greenish blue energy come out and then you see a hand materialize and it knocks telekinetically <laughs> on the door. It knocks. The door is solid. No response. May I sort of scout a little bit around the cabin, uh, yeah. looking for, um, uh, looking to see what I see, trying to pick up on anything around there, also looking for any sort of um, traps or, okay, um, like protective, you know, trip wires, anything like that. that you got it. So let's start with just generally what you see. Um, the cabin is not very big, but it, you know, it does feel like, you know, it, it probably has a few rooms inside. Um, there are windows, but they are all covered by curtains. Um, so you can't see inside and there's glass. Um, give me an investigation check for your trap detection. Uh, 21. None of the windows seem trapped. The door doesn't seem trapped to you. Um, but it is, it does seem like as you try to go up and look at the windows or look in the cracks, you know, you're not getting too close. Um, it's, it's eerie that you can't make out anything inside. Even just the little cracks you can find, it's, it's, it's like you can't really see what's in there. Um, 
may I throw in, I don't know if this makes a difference, mm-hmm. that I have advantage against um, spells and magical effects, if that is sure. part of what's I affecting mean, things. Not at the moment here. Perhaps. Okay. Is there smoke coming out of the um, chimney? There is not. Robin, this is where you've felt the shinies? Oh, I definitely feel something here. Oh, we yeah. should go inside. We, we knocked on the door, correct? Yes. We're standing. Do we hear anything inside? Can I give me a perception check? Sure. Uh, can I help with that? Like go to a different window and also listen in and see if yeah, I you can, can do, do your anything? own perception check. Okay. If you're doing your separate areas here. So I'm at a 19. Okay. I'm also at a 19. Okay. <laughs> Two 19s on either side. Um, Twinsies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the front of the house, Maeve, you hear a little bit of a rustle in the front. It's not prolonged. It's just a little sort of rustle, and then it stops. Um, hard to identify. It it could be leaves getting blown. It could be a small animal. It could be someone moving. But just a brief little three-second rustle. Um, at the back... Neb, where you're listening. Yeah, you don't hear anything. That is very silent. Silas's ultra hand goes from knocking mm-hmm. higher to trying to open the door. All right. It reaches down. There's a doorknob. It turns. It opens. The door swing it open. swings open. From where you're all standing, I imagine... Ten feet away, something like that. Yeah, I'm probably more like. Um, can I, I can, can I hide it. before we open the door? Absolutely. Go ahead. Give me a stealth check. Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Boy, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. 20. I feel like oh, never. Yeah, nice. This is what I do. Uh, still, yeah. I, wow. I don't do much, but this is what I do. And you do it very well. I feel like Neb is doing the opposite. She's like, she's 10 feet-ish away, uh-huh. but is, you know, if it was the Three Stooges, uh-huh. you know, putting their heads out to see. <laughs> hello. hello, hello. Pretty much, hello. yeah. Um, so as this door swings open, it is quite dark inside. Um, the main thing you can see with the light that is streaming in from the front are dolls. Dozens and dozens of dolls. Silas says, oh, hell no. And he, starts, he starts walking in the opposite direction. It's a little living room. We, we went from dolls. hello, hello, hello to hell no, hell no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting on a little chair. They're sitting on a little table. They're sitting, you know, this little kind of living room area. There's just dolls sitting all around, all different kinds. They're just dolls, Silas, you know, Raggedy Ann and stuff like that. Come on. Have you ever watched a movie? Like, yes, if And to be clear, I haven't watched those, but I've seen the trailers. And they're wooden or they're fabric Lots of different kinds. You see some fabric dolls, you see some porcelain dolls, you see some wooden dolls, you see some, you know, fabric. They're just all all kinds. I, for a woman, fascinated. Yeah, two feet, I'm, three feet, life size. Like, what size most, dolls are? Most of them are in the like, you know, six inches to one and a half foot range. You're not seeing like giant dolls. You know, those kind of, all kind of in that little. Nothing from FAO Schwartz, just like no, sitting in a corner. Okay. Like 
Um, we know a lot of doll collectors, so this is funny to me. <laughs> uh, Robin is just going to yeah. walk up the stairs to the cabin and walk on in. Oh, hello. Oh, yes. They all look really like, oh, these are in good condition. These oh. are sort of valuable. These are collector's items. There's wow. just, this is a serious, like, collection of dolls. And I would say, Silas, even though it's creepy, you can appreciate that this Somebody. someone has put some thought into all. Yeah, he just doesn't like the thought that they've, the, the thought that they have. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Robin, you walk in, and yeah, there are just there's dozens and dozens of dolls. It is a, it's a it's a it's a living room. Um, there is uh, one door over on the right that is closed that would lead into the back of the house. There's a small kitchen kind of turned around to the other side. It's just got like a wood burning stove and a couple of pots and pans. Oh. Lovely. Come on in. I'll follow yeah. Robin in and be like, well, creepy. <laughs> I fly yeah. up to the roof and I want to see if there are any openings in the roof. Um, you go around, you do see one opening um, that appears to be a pipe that would connect down, you know, a stove pipe that would connect down to that wood burning stove. Mm. I'm just um, going to perch up on the roof for now and I'm not walking inside. Okay. <laughs> is there anything else in here? Have you on entered? On the walls. Um, from where I'm standing, from outside. From outside where you're hidden. I still uh, haven't gotten in, no. Gotcha, okay. So from outside where you are looking in, uh, yeah, you, won't you give me, uh, you're so far away, give me a disadvantaged investigation. Because you're, you know, you're out behind a tree peering. 13. 13. Um, you see sort of old-fashioned wallpaper. Um, a couple of, like, mounted, you know, um, um, hunting, not trophies, but like hunting tools, you know, things like that on the wall. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a, like a, like an, an, an antique hunting lodge kind of vibe. Um, but nothing's really jumping out to you. Uh, as we enter, is Neba's gonna try to figure out when's the last time somebody's been in here. So, like, mm -hmm. does the fireplace look like it was recently used? Is there yeah. dust mm -hmm. places? Investigation, is there... please. Yes. Uh, would you? Would you? Yes, kindly... of course. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, plus six, please. Plus six. Um, it doesn't look to you like this has been used recently there is a lot of dust uh the stove is not hot or embers or anything like that um yeah it feels kind of abandoned uh robin is looking at all of these dolls mm -hmm. and a, a very nostalgic feeling comes over her as mm -hmm. she remembers her aunt rose giving her uh a doll that had a blue blue and white plaid dress mm. and a little bonnet and it had yarn hair and you know and mm. and the golden hair and uh she's kind of looking around to see if she sees anything like that yeah investigation check please oh dirty 20 a dirty 20 you do see a doll that kind of matches that it's maybe not perfect but it kind of matches that that look, that style, it's a little bit shocking. Um, and it looks to be in really good condition. 
Uh, Robin will step forward and be like, hello, what's your name? And she's going to pick it up. As you pick it up, it looks at you and says, Mama? <gasps> oh, boy. <laughs> oh. Uh, grandmama. Mama? <laughs> well, uh, uh, and anybody, Deb? Uh, is this, <laughs> well, is this like one of those... Remember we were at the the place with all of the mannequins that, you know, were programmed to do stuff. Um, and I'll, I, I'm not going to oh, yeah. touch the doll, but I'll come uh -huh. up and kind of, does it look like the, one of those dolls and where when you squeeze the chest, it, mama, or? As you it, approach, ooh. its head spins around 180 degrees to look at you and says, not mama. I mean, you're right about that. I am not your mama. I think there was a show about that. When it says that, does, does it? Its lips move? Does it like its its lips do not move? Its eyes stare at you wide and unblinking, and it's just a sound that seems to emanate from within it. Um, as it says that, however, down at your feet, a number of the other dolls turn its head to look at you as well, Neb, and also all repeat, "Not Mama." Okay, well that was very creepy. I mean, is that going to be a problem? Uh, we should probably just back away slowly. And Robin still has the doll in her hand. Okay. <laughs> Where are you backing away to? Back towards the front door. Okay, just back. not turning my back on any of the dolls. Gotcha. <laughs> slowly backing away. Come on, no. These dolls are so pretty. They're so lovely. Oh. But they're a little bit scary, too, as you back so away. From <laughs> From outside, you hear you hear Maeve say, D "Do they listen to you, Robin?" Wait, who listened to who? Silas says from the roof. <laughs> well, they're, they're calling Robin Mama, so, and they're calling uh, everyone they? else not Mama. Who is they? There's lots and lots of terrifying dolls. The dolls are alive? They're well, like scary. You you're and you're surprised by this. I'm not. Point. That's why I'm not in there. Fruza, you went in as well, right? Yeah, like, in okay. fact, like, Fruza, she's found, like, if there's any of the dolls that look like those uh, Nutcracker uh -huh. ones, she's uh -huh. looking, she's, she goes to pick one of those up, and she's just like, it's just a, a woods. This is someone's artwork. This is a collector, someone who curated this. You guys. You pick up a Nutcracker doll? Yeah, look at it. Absolutely. Up. As you pick it up, its jaw goes, See? And it says, not, ma, ma. What are they saying, Silas yells down. Where are you, Silas? I I'm on the roof and Doctor I'm not coming who? down there. Silas, did you ever watch Doctor Who? Yes, a whole lot. <laughs> you know, are you my mummy? Oh my God. Are you <laughs> serious? Saw, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, Miss Robin, do you remember how you keep throwing fireballs <laughs> in the middle of all of us? This well, is a great oh. opportunity to redeem oh yourself. Wait, 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 wait. Can we can we middle ground this somehow? Um yeah. Miss Robin, can you either since you seem to be their mama, can you tell them the not to talk to us about not being the mama? I don't know. You know, ask them how they're doing. More being of the bad dolls little doll. sort of stand up and begin to jerkily walk towards the closest one of you three that are in there. Okay, this is this is a little different. I never saw this happen before. 
Silas floats down to try to get a view inside, but yes. absolutely is not going in. Okay. Silas. So floating 30 <laughs> feet in the air and 30 feet away. Yeah. Dozens of different types of dolls rise to their feet, again, unblinking their little parts as they begin to walk stiff-jointed towards Robin, Feruza, and Neb. They're beginning to be swarmed around the edge. As Robin, you're backing up towards the door. You have to be careful where you put your feet if you don't want to touch one. So, so um, wait, do they like Robin? So, do, do they yeah. like her and just, like, is yeah, she they mommy? Seem to like Robin. Oh, yeah, no. they seem to. This is because the necklace... Was this creepy lady's house? But the, is that what we don't know thinking? whose house it is. Right now we're breaking and entering. We don't know whose <laughs> house it is. I'm going to very quickly rig up. Um, I'm going to pull out my charging cord yes. and rig like a tripwire. Okay. And I'm going to, oh you know, I'll call it out to everybody. <laughs> I just, watch your step, friends, about... You know, four inches up, but the goal is that it would be right at, at trip okay. level for dolls and gotcha. not at trip level for humans gotcha. uh, or, or, you know, friends. Um, friends who are aware of it. Yeah. Robin, should we? Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm going to start taunting the dolls with, my name is Tucky Tina. Oh my gosh. And just just start start running through all of the various, you know, horror doll movies that start calling them by all Great of the reference, of every Maeve. doll I can think of. <laughs> Great reference, Maeve, but I've got a question. Do we think these things are like alive or sentient? Because I want to understand if I'm going to feel bad about plastering them to the wall or not. Maybe they were just programmed as like kind of like a security system. Miss Robin, it. if you talk to the one that is saying that you are their mama, what? ask it something. Yeah. Oh, well. Let's say, are you alive? <clears throat> Find out what it wants. What do you want? <laughs> Mama? And it puts oh gosh, its arms out, starting to that. reach as if it's going to pull you into a hug, Robin. Oh, it's they're friendly, everyone. I'll hug it. You hug the doll close. It wraps its little tiny porcelain hands around your neck. You oh, can no. feel it's a little bit tight as it does so. Um, but as it seems to sort of hit that amulet, that necklace, it doesn't squeeze very hard. And it kind of lets go. And again, its ed head turns around, looking at Feruza and Neb. Yeah, do that. Ma, ma. And I'd like you all to. All right, Chucky. Come. Roll initiatives, please. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I don't know where Pivim is. Pivim was with you, Neb? Uh, well, I made a joke about how he's in my, right. my pack, but um, I don't know if he would have come into the cabin well, with me. He, he rolled terribly, so we'll say he's still outside. <laughs> they are <laughs> they are Pivim-sized, so he is particularly spooked. At that makes point. sense. Yeah. Um, uh, so he's going to stay outside. He'll maybe he'll maybe stay kind of by Maeve. Uh, maybe he helped you a little bit string up this little tripwire. If Pivim wants to help rig the the yeah the tripwire, I'm all for it. Cool. So he he'll be. I, I would love to have my hands free. To... Yeah, he'll be your apprentice in that. Um, all right, let's go, Robin. What is your initiative? Seven. Seven for Robin. And Maeve. Twenty-two. 22 for me. Nice. 
And Feruza. 18. 18 for Feruza. Silas. 23. Ooh, 23 for Silas. And Neb. 10. 10 for Neb. All right, Silas, you're up first. Um, as you see all of these things turn towards Feruza and Neb, um, as the one, you know, still hugging Robin, but its head spins around to look at the others, and it, you know, their voices change a little bit and chant, not mama. Um, what do you do? So uh, this is this is tough, and I don't know how we want to, like, handle this, but, yes. like, Silas is trying to get a gut check, kind of like... Um, you know, the first time you see Jar Jar Binks on screen mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. that that is not real, that that is a super uncanny valley. Uh -huh. um, I am trying to just get a gut check. Like, do I feel like these things, do they look like they are people or do they feel like they are some kind of magically animated monstrosity? Perception. Okay. Do you want me to do it? Uh, yeah, sure. That's a uh, plus zero. They look like dolls. Okay. All right. They Excellent. They look like dolls that are moving. Adam, the player, is now absolved of what is about to happen. <laughs> so um, oh, so I am going to, because Silas thinks they are dolls. Yeah. Um, Silas so, are dolls. These are, these so, are moving dolls. So Silas uh, moves forward. Now, uh, just one more time. Where is everybody at this stage? <laughs> so... Um, I believe Robin had been backing up towards the door. So Robin is, you know, kind of in the center of the room. Neb and Feruza, I'm kind of, uh, Neb, you were kind of over on the kitchen side. Mm -hmm. um, and Feruza will say maybe you were on the other side. because Nobody's near the door at yeah. this point? Oh, the only person, yes, Robin is near, I'm the, near door. the door. And Maeve and Pibham are and on I'm either the side, outside, outside on the door. door. Okay, but we still have two people inside this wretched place. You have three people inside. Hey, and Robin is right. Three of us. Robin, Feruza, and Ned. Okay, but but Robin is at least near the door. She's she's right in the middle of the door, a couple of feet in. The room. She's sort of blocking the door. How big? How big is the uh, the house? Um, I mean, probably we'll say like fifteen feet, fifteen to twenty feet wide. Oh, it's tiny. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah. I will like literally big bad wolf it if I do that. So, um, I mean, I so, mean, I'm, okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it if you do well, it. No, not with people inside. I thought everybody GTFO'd like when no, you saw they, this happening. They started I, didn't people, I didn't know people were still just uh, chilling out inside. Okay, so um, chilling is strong. Yeah. So they've had, um, like, they've had like 12 seconds to hand, to like take this in. <laughs> Silas needed zero seconds. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so so um, as uh, as uh, Silas uh, understands this, Silas is just going to um, at this point. Um, I am going to ready an action uh -huh. for. If ever, I'm going to fly up beside Robin, okay, um, and but I am going to float to where I still have enough of an angle to see inside, but then hopefully off the ground a little bit. So I don't know if that's you know, you're going in. You're going in through the door under the under well just on the porch. Yeah, like on the right porch. At the door. Okay. So, yeah, right at the door. Okay. Um, beside you know Miss Robin there, and then. I'm going to ready an action that if everyone um, 
the thing to trigger here is we mm -hmm. will say if my friends mm -hmm. get out of um, a 30 foot cone in front of me, um, I am going to, uh, you know, unleash some energy. Um, okay. And if, if they do not, then I'm just going to keep holding on to that because okay. I'm not going to hurt anybody. So you're hovering outside the door, kind of waiting for this to clear. Do you want to express that? And, and then I'm just going to say, yeah. I'm going to say, everybody get out. I've got something that can at least drive them back is, is, is what I'm going to, right. to yell. Uh, that is Silas's turn. Um, up next, Feruza. Um, around I, I think I'm... No, no, no. Uh, near Feruza. <laughs> Something oh. else is happening. Oh, near Feruza. <laughs> sorry. Oh, it's okay. No. You will be next. Uh, or, you know, when we when we get there. Oh, no, wait. You're actually... Where? You're there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, something is happening before you. Surrounding you, Feruza, are all of these Nutcracker dolls. Um, <laughs> they're very interested. Uh, they begin to come closer. And three of them try to uh, crack your toes, crack your, your bones down there. Um, here they go. Um, oh, those are terrible rolls. None of them are going to hit. Um, but you totally see that they try. Um, each one of them using their chompers to try and get close as they hop on their little boots to come closer towards you. Um, that is the end of their turn. Maeve, up to you. All right, so the first thing I'd like to do is uh, I am going to, as I peek out from behind the door, yes. I am going to just go ahead and transform myself to look like their mama. Um, so now I look just like Miss Robin. Okay. Um, and then all of a sudden there are going to be four of me. Okay, uh, four Robins. I, uh, there are going to be four Robins, five Robins. standing by. Uh, so there are now five Robins okay. uh, floating around. Nice. And then <clears throat> this place is so here? weird, and I love it. <laughs> Silas um, says out loud when he sees this happen. <laughs> Anything else, babe? Um, yes, uh, yes. I'm just trying to find what I, what it is. Um, I'm just trying to get my internet to cooperate. Um, <laughs> me. Um. Um. I the <laughs> nearest uh, the nearest one to me. Yes, I will put my eye on it. Okay, uh, and uh, then actually, uh, um, no, I uh, yes, I will put my eye on it, and then I will move to. Uh, a spot where I'm, I have a bit of cover from the door. Okay. Um, and I'm in a, an, a, the best position to strike out. Okay. You're you're pretty good uh, on this on this side, like on the porch. You know, you can back up against the side of wall and sort of have that cover, and then pop out again to get your sights. Um, the dolls that are closest to you um, that you notice is that hanging on pegs right on the side of the the wall, just around, is a whole line of marionettes. And those are the ones that seem to be closest oh. to you. If you'd like to put your eyes on those, your eye on those. Yes. 
Okay. All right, I'll do that. Um, uh, and I start whistling. Uh, do I want to taunt them or do I? Yeah, to taunt them, I start whistling. Um, I've got no strings from Pinocchio. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, up next, uh, Robin and Neb, uh, you're kind of in the porcelain doll area where, where Robin picked up these porcelain dolls. Um, you're also noticing um, a bunch of wooden dolls at your feet. Uh, so Neb, all of these dolls seem to ignore Robin and they all turn towards you. Uh, three of these porcelain dolls uh, run up towards you and their eyes go so big and wide. Uh, would you please make a charisma saving throw? Okay. Oh, uh, 19. Okay. They're so cute but something about it is just creepy enough that you are able to resist their adorableness. L uh, listen, you're moment. cute, but you're also creepy. And you're <laughs> coming at me at the same time. And you're call calling me not the mama. So I'm not that interested. Not that interested. However, at the same time, these, uh, you know, um, wooden dolls sort of hop, hop, hop up towards you. And as they hop up to your kind of almost your eye level, they're, you know, they're on a table, they split apart. Uh, five Matrushka dolls uh, split apart and all five at the same time, chomp, chomp, come towards you. Oh, my mom has some of those. Ah, Boy, uh, rolling terribly. The highest one there is a 13. Yep. Uh, okay, that's going to be a little better. That's going to be a 14 and a 12. Yep, all three of them hit. All three of those hit. Okay, fantastic. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that's oh nicer. <clears throat> oh no, that is 19 damage as these Matrushka dolls slap, slam down onto your uh, fingers, your nose, your shoulders. Um, they then collapse right back up into one at the end of their turn. Uh, that is the end of them. Feruza, your turn. Oh, God. You're surrounded uh, by nutcrackers. That's right. So uh, Feruza sort of frantically raises her axe, and she's like, I can't believe you, that these dolls wouldn't be scared of an axe. She's going to look over at, you know, Neb, and then look at, at Robin. Like, mm -hmm. and she's going to look at the doll, whatever nutcracker's clothes, and say, listen, I have an opportunity to tell you something here. I don't want to break you guys because my aunt used to collect you and a lot of you because her best friend from college used to make, and she's saying this, she's sort of like <laughs> slowly backing away, but holding up her axe like this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like her best friend used to make you. For years, she made a lot of money making custom Nutcracker dolls of all types. And then one day she disappeared. So my aunt kept collecting Nutcracker. So I really don't want to do this, but you're giving me no choice. And then at that point, Bruce is going to, you know, eyes flashing. Uh -huh. She's going, yeah, she's gonna attack recklessly. What, this is what I wanna do. I guess I wanna, she wants to grab one off the floor. Uh-huh. And she's gonna sling her ax. She's gonna uh -huh. grab it off the floor, hold it up to show the other nutcrackers. And she wants to like rip its head off. Oh my God, fantastic. Uh, let's just do an unarmed attack. Um, <laughs> you're just trying to basically snap it in two. Um, yeah. Go ahead and do an unarmed attack for me. Okay, that'll be that's the first attack because you know there's yes, there's more. you are okay. recklessly <laughs> destroying okay. toys. Yes, 
and she's raging, so she gets the plus two to melee. So let's see here. Let's see how this goes. 15. 15. 15, absolutely. Chonk. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage for me. This is ridiculous. Six. <laughs> okay. You, you, you successfully pick it up and break it in half. However, you notice that its teeth are still not, not, not. It's not necessarily dead. However, you have made this show of force uh, yeah. in front of them all. Yes. And she was, so she looks at it and she immediately knows the head is still tromping and she's yes. gonna use, she's gonna drop the body, but like, I'm talking yeet the head at the, the closest <laughs> there, kind of okay. projectile. You throw it across the room, the other mm -hmm. two, and you see it in the corner, kind of like those those teeth, those novelty teeth. It's kind of moving its teeth, which is kind of getting it to spin a little bit in the place where it is. Anything else, Farisa? Um, she wants to, yeah, I guess with, with that, um, when she launches that head, one uh -huh. thing you guys notice is that that thing I'm talking, it's like 90 mile an hour fastball in the middle of like the major league baseball, <laughs> like zoom 90 miles an hour to hit because, um, she's there. She has a new sort of ability. It's called the, I just forgot the name, like an idiot, giant <laughs> Shabak. Oh, which means that like anything she throws, it can I can add the plus two to all the melee. Oh, okay, damage. great. So yeah, so, so more damage. Yeah, let me throw something here. Oh, natural 20, 26, oh. 28. I mean, clearly you throw it. We don't even need to roll the damage. It just <laughs> smithereens when you throw it. So you know the the legs, the teeth, the mm -hmm. eyes, all of it have just little pieces that just go mm. flying all over the room and get lost mm -hmm. in the clutter of the rest of the dolls that are all now standing and beginning to move en masse towards the three of you. Anything else, Faruza? That's it. She's just like... <laughs> That's it. All mm -hmm. right. Uh, it is now the marionette's turn. The marionettes um, are over on... Oh, I think uh, they were over on your side, Feruza, no. as the marionettes all kind of pop off of their pegs and begin to walk towards you. You see them begin to lasso their strings above their heads as three of them, oopsies, drop my dice, Great. Uh, try to lasso you. Got it. Um, <laughs> the only one that's likely to hit out of that is gonna be a 23. Yeah, that's gonna hit. All right, fantastic. Um, you are grappled by oh. these this this uh, string that gets immediately kind of wrapped around your legs, um, you know, holding you there in one spot as they continue to advance towards you. Uh, that is the end of their turn. Nev, it is now your turn. You are surrounded by matrushka dolls and porcelain dolls that are trying to kill you. Yeah, definitely, and. <laughs> Um, Neb is going to eye the Nutcrackers that are a little, a little further away as Feruza makes this impassioned speech towards them and is like, I always like the Rat King better anyway. And can I move so that, as you said, the entire place was like 15, 20 feet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's made probably like another 15 feet deep to that wall where the door is. I would like to move somewhere where I could get, say, um, a 15, is it a 15 foot square? Yeah, uh, a 15 foot cube originating from me that doesn't include any of my friends, but as many of these Matryoshka dolls as I can. 
that's going to be tricky because mm -hmm. Robin's right there in the middle of this 15 foot by 15 foot space. Yeah. Um, so you're going to you're you're really not going to be able to to get any space that does not include Perusa. Oh, even even if I like exclude and, uh, some of them and just get like a, a corner oh, of the room. Oh, sure. Yeah, you want to do the, you want to just get like fifteen by five kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could do like fifteen by five. I'll. I get that. She's gonna yell at the this group of them and be like, "Get off of me!" And when she yells, it's this wave that comes off of her. And I need any of the ones that uh -huh. are in that cube to make a Constitution saving throw DC fifteen. Uh, those are all going to be a fail. Excellent. They are all going to take 17 Woo! thunder damage. As, and then they are, if they are still uh, alive, uh, moving, <laughs> they are pushed away from me 10 feet. Fantastic. Uh, as you move into the corner and say, get off of me, a fifth of the dolls in this room just fly back against the the uh, the wall like something out of the exorcist. They just all fly up off the, the, the ground, smack into the wall and fall to the ground in tiny little pieces. Some of them are just obliterated to smithereens. The, you know, some of those china dolls or the porcelain dolls are just little pieces of glass and porcelain on the ground. Some of the wood is splattered. A couple of them are still like their one leg missing or being, you know, sort of spinning themselves on the ground in front of you. Uh, but you have successfully sort of slammed them all against that back wall. Okay, and then uh, I'll, I'll angle a little bit more so that I'm a bit closer to Robin and mm -hmm. the door. And as I do, I'll look at all of the other ones that are there and say, and I'll do the same to you too. Um, <laughs> and until the start of my next turn, uh -huh. uh, all of my allies have advantage on attack rolls against any of the enemies that could hear me within 10 feet. Okay. Um, I am not happy. So we'll say anything that's in Robin's area is is prone to that. Feruza's farther than 10 feet. So Feruza, uh, her doll's section uh, is not affected. Uh, but yeah, basically Robin will have advantage on, or you know, there'll be advantage on any attacks to the dolls in Robin's area. Yeah. Um, and, all right. and I'll look at Robin and say, we, we do we want to get out of here? And you can set the place on fire if you want. And that'll be the end of my turn. It is Robin's turn. You're muted, Robin. Fire! But these are collectibles. Well, they're also deadly. And Robin's gonna look at this uh, one that she's holding yeah. and just kind of say, what do you want? Um. It again turns its head back around to look at you. Giant, unblinking eyes, a pasted smile on its face as you hear, Mama, and again goes to give you this hug. Um, as it does, it's almost as though it's it's like pressing the weight of itself into your body, trying to push you towards the back of the room. Um, but I can... But it doesn't like. It doesn't actually... do it. Yeah, it's not strong enough. It's not you know, actually pushing you. But you, the pressure is as if it's trying to kind of pull you or push you towards the back of the room, towards that door. Neb. Yeah. I think you should leave, and I'm gonna vortex warp you out of the house. You can fail if you want, or you can roll for it. 
Uh, no, I think I want out. I'm figuring we're gonna fireball the place, so I will. Sure, yeah, I'll go. I'll go on this ride. Where okay. does Neff appear? Uh, literally outside a thirty. Oh, uh, within ninety feet. So uh, I probably would just put her like right outside, past the, the stairs of the cabin okay. porch. So behind Maeve and Pivim, who yeah. are on either side of the door, yeah. uh, uh, Silas, who's still floating in front of it, waiting for it to clear so he can do something. Uh, Neb suddenly appears kind of just behind. Those of you are kind of on the steps to the porch. Um, <clears throat> as you all hear Robin say, Neb, I think you should get out of here. Uh, so anything else, Robin? With, with that, yeah. though, what, um, like, what does the inside of the house look like? So what is the reason? Robin is still there. Feruza is still over to the, you know, over on this side, on the kitchen side. Neb was over on the door side, um, you know, the, the that leads into the rest of the house. Uh, but Neb has now been vortexed out of the room. So basically one third of it is clear. The third in front of you still has Robin and the third over there with Feru has Feruza. Um, what <sighs> has not cleared for you yet, technically, Silas? Uh, what is... I mean, like, can mm -hmm. is there like a, a like a save or anything I can do to be like, it did do these quote quote shinies? Like, mm -hmm. do I trust them or is there like a? Um, sure. You want you can make a wisdom saving throw if you okay. want to kind of see how you how you're dealing with this right now. Yeah. Considering your condition. Okay, that's a nineteen plus five, eighteen. An eighteen. Um, they're they're shiny. They're amazing. You would love to have them and put them in your bags. But there's still a part of you that likes your friends and, you know, doesn't doesn't want your friends to get hurt. So, so yes, you 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 want to avoid damage to these these shinies. Mm -hmm. um, but you're not looking to you know you you won't hurt you won't hurt your friends in the attempt to save these things. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of where I was at. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, I think Robin is. Robin's going to step further into the room and just mm -hmm. be like, come here, dearies, come here, trying to, like, coax them off of Feruza. Got it. Okay, that's it. Okay, fantastic. Um, Feruza, uh, there's a, a booklet on the table in the kitchen near where you are that flaps open, and rising up out of them are a dozen paper dolls. They begin... <gasps> To again walk towards you as they you know break their perforated lines coming out of this book uh and they leap into the air and begin to jump onto you um there are a dozen of them <laughs> let's see uh what is your what is your ac at this point in time i'm not even gonna tell you i'm just getting 16. 16 okay <laughs> uh 16 so that's that's three tails that's a natural 20. That is a 21. So two hits so far. Mm -hmm. And one is a natural 20. <clears throat> God. Excellent. All right, here's the next one. Um, that's a 19 that will hit. And that is a 17 that will hit. So two more hits. Got you. Last one's here. Um, no, no. These are all going to fail. So you have four hits, one of which is a natural 20. Oh. 
Oh, well, that's lucky for you. And what kind of hits are these? These are... They're paper cuts. Paper cuts, so they're they're piercing, slashing. They're slashing paper cuts. So um, I get resistance. So I do. You get resistance. Half. Yes, you can have. This is okay. eighteen points of paper oh cut damage. How? Oh. So, so it's wait, seventeen, eighteen, eighteen. Is that what it was? Eighteen. So you have uh, nineteen. So you have nine. Your resistance gets you nine slashing damage oh of from paper cuts. As oh these God. things, there, <laughs> and you see them. Oh, As each worst. one of these little dolls tries to slash at your skin uh, and and give you these little these little paper cuts uh, little all over sleep. you, um, <laughs> I'm having so oh. much fun. I'm so sorry. It's horrible. No, this is like <laughs> this is awesome, but also horrifying. So <laughs> I mean, I literally early today. I'm like googling like out. types of dolls. I want to know what all of these dolls do before <laughs> I die, do. but I definitely want to know. <laughs> um, all right, that is their turn. Um, as Robin is simultaneously sort of saying come with me as she's walking forward. Oh, you're mama. trying to scrape off these little dolls. You do notice that they hear her um, and we'll see what they do on their next turn with that. Um, it's now Pivum's turn. Oh, yay. <laughs> Pivum is doll-sized. Uh, so Pivum is for once in his life not going to uh, transform. He sees all these little dolls and he goes, yeah! Yay. Little barbarian scream as he jumps over the four-inch uh, little wire. Uh, you know, even though it's like up to his waist, he you know does this little leap in, and he goes flying in there, pulling out a couple of daggers. Um, he's just gonna start slashing. Yeah, he's gonna run towards you, Feruza, sort of bobbing and weaving uh, through these dolls. As he does, he's gonna be slashing his daggers around. Be careful, Pivum. One, he's gonna hit. We're out for blood. Oh, he's gonna hit two. So as he's going through, he's gonna, so he's sort of slashing through. He's able to stab and hit two of them as he does this Kill Bill ballet dance of, of lethal uh, power as he gets up next to you, Feruza. Um, all right. We are back at the top of the round with you, Silas. How how far in is Robin at this point? Um, I mean, Robin can have moved all the way up towards that door, so she can be 15 feet away. If you would like to try and blast this, you will, Feruza is still within this space. Yeah, I'm uh, blasting's not an option. At you this can point. you like, can you can do like what Neb did and kind of canter it. Yeah, no? not okay. not worth this payload. Um, so uh, so Silas, you said there is a door inside. There's a door. So as you're looking in, um, over you know it's a living room space and bleeding. Over to the left, there's kind of a a kitchen that insets, and over on the right, there's a door leading into a, a secondary space beyond this one. All right, with my bonus action, I'm going to try to open it from where I am. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is close enough to you to do that. Uh, the door opens. It is not right, So Ultra Hand opens, and mm -hmm. Silas is going to uh, fly into into the doorway and um, and, and see what is in there. Fantastic! As you 
dart through the doorway, you know, flying over the heads of all these little dolls that all look up and watch you go. And as you do, it goes, not mama. Uh, in slow motion as you fly through the door into this back room. As soon as you get into this back room, it is sparse. There is nothing in here except a single candle in a taper in the center of the room, and it is lit. There is another door at the back that is closed. As you come in and, and sort of take stock of this room, the candle flickers and a shadow rises on the wall. I am going to close the door behind me. The door slams shut behind does, you. Does it have a locking mechanism? Uh, sure. We'll say uh, there's I'm, a little there's a little twist thing you can do. I'm, I'm going to just try to twist it to see if that keeps dolls off of my back at the moment, but I'm assuming that somebody like Maeve can get in if it's somebody that, you know, is not a doll and has imposable thumbs. You got it. Okay. You you can twist it. Um, on this side, there we'll say there's another little locking mechanism that'll allow it, you know, it can be unlocked or locked from either side. Well, no, this is, I take that back. This other side probably doesn't have, uh, it would require a thieves tool to uh, open it from the other side. Okay. I'm just going to close it then and not okay. lock it. Not lock it. Um, just to see if they can't reach maybe or something. Gotcha. And then... Um, and then if I have any movement left, uh -huh. like how, um, how yeah, it was, far it was away like is this? 20 feet for you to get in that room. How, how far away is the candle? So the candle, yeah, let's say it's another room is probably 15 by, by 10, maybe this room. Okay. Um, so it's, yeah, absolutely within your reach. Um, and then Silas is just going to call out when he's there. He's going to fly closer to the candle and mm -hmm. say, hey, is there is there anyone in here that is not a creepy ass doll as you fly closer to the candle you see your own shadow get projected onto the wall next to this other one as this shadow next to it begins you don't see a source for this one it begins to rise up and take on the form of a leopard Oh, that's real fancy. And then Sil Silas, from there, I'm just going to, um, I imagine that I don't have an action with some I of the interactions that I've done. I think you're done there yeah, with yeah, that, okay. yeah. So, okay, yeah, he's just gonna, you were in the room alone Yeah. with a single candle. Okay, uh, it is now the Nutcracker's turn. Um, one Nutcracker hits you, Feruza. <clears throat> Four. <laughs> is gonna be nine bludgeoning damage. You can have that um, <laughs> uh, as one of them manages to chomp down on your leg and just try to crush you with all the force that it has. Uh, it is now Maeve's turn. All right. Uh, so the uh, I would like to... Mm -hmm. The marionettes were using their ropes as a lasso, yeah? Yes. Uh, so I'm going to go in and try and use my uh, my uh, blade to try and chop off, you know, a okay. swoop to try and chop off the, 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 uh, to release the lassos. Fantastic. Uh, so you're stepping into the room to do this? Uh, yes, I, I think I have to. Okay. 
Okay. Another you follow Pivam in, who has cleared a little path of, of yarn and fabric and stuffing as he's, you know, made his way through the, the doll sea. Uh, you step in and see the marionettes sort of lined up as a lot of them have begun to approach Feruza and try to slash through to cut all of their, uh, or, or a number of their strings. Uh, go ahead and give me an attack with your blade. Uh, 23. 23. Yeah, you managed to get like three of them sliced right through. Um, so sweet. A number of them will not have that capability any longer of grappling. In fact, as that happens, you notice their arms and legs and everything kind of go a little limp. They can still move, but they are significantly less uh, mobile. And so if I'm doing that, uh, one of them would be uh, yes. hit with the the uh i told you to take yes um go for it so that will be uh so damage okay yeah absolutely on that as well yeah. okay so this and and feruza's right there so i'm in close on that yes as well? you can yes you can be in close on that okay plus, plus this it's hard to not be in range plus. of anyone in this space <laughs> you can be kind of anywhere you want um So it's 15 points of damage on okay. the head. And then it that that potential energy uh, surrounds that that one. Okay. So so the first one, you're able to slash through three of these marionette dolls so that they all kind of go limp, but that you know, it still looks like they're approaching. But that first one just almost seems to like crumple in on itself with the force of that um, as it just almost becomes dust and crumbles to the ground. Uh, anything else you'd like to do, Mae? Uh, are there any sort of, well, uh, I will disengage from uh, the one near me. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I have my my four my four robins. Are they reacting to the? They are to not. me as though. They are not. Never works. Um, okay. Fair enough. Then I will disengage from the 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 ones nearest. You step me. back into kind of an open spot where you can get a little bit of breathing. Again, you know, Piv did so a good job to, kind of yeah. clearing a, a swath there for you. Um, all right, fantastic. That's the end of Maeve. Uh, we now have the uh, little uh, uh, porcelain dolls that are surrounding Robin. Robin, they're just looking up at you, their eyes wide as each one kind of walks with you closer towards the back of the room. As you say, come with me. They're all seeming to follow you, their eyes wide. Just a chorus of mama, mama, mama. Mama is all any of you can hear as they follow you back in the room. Um, the Matroshka dolls also, um, like cards, opening and closing as they begin to hop forward towards you, Robin. Uh, mama, 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 as they follow you towards the back of the room. Um, back in the room alone, Silas. You see this leopard shadow creature begin to stalk towards your shadow as it raises its claws and swipes out at your shadow. It's gonna miss, 
However, as you watch the shadow rake past the face of your own shadow, you feel a little bit of breeze and fur as it misses along your own face. And that is where we will call it today. Thank you all so much uh, for joining us this evening, enduring the cosmic DM. (laughs) You're the cosmic GM. Uh, Thank you so much for playing this evening. It's been a pleasure. And please remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Arte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.